Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. A Fall from Chase. I'm Rebecca Lieb. I'm Jason Horton. And this is Ghost Town. This actually isn't a roast, Chevy. It's an intervention. We are all here. We want you to stop making movies, television, anything. Please stop. In September 2002, the Comedy Central roast of Chevy Chase was only aired once. That's a good thing, right? It's not very common for a comedy roast to only be aired once. I've, I've gone to com- – I went to one Comedy Central roast. Yeah. The roast of James Franco. Oh, yeah. I think you mentioned that. Yeah, it was really good and a lot of mm-hmm. really great people there. A lot of his friends and peers and respected people in the industry. It was a real who's who. Mm-hmm. And if you've never watched a roast or a Comedy Central roast or those old Friars roasts, it's meant to be – Celebrating somebody, but it, you really stick it to them. It's supposed to be mean-spirited. Yeah. You're getting roasted. If a roast is so mean <laughs> that it's agreed that they're only going to air it once, uh-huh. that's pretty bad. Yeah. And Chevy Chase is the recipient of getting roasted and mm-hmm. also the person that was like, I, I I don't want this to ever air again. Yeah, no. And and to know also, if you're not familiar with roasts and Comedy Central, they air the shit out of them. Like they're, if you, if you get a roast produced in your Comedy Central, like you're going to air it like on the hour. Like they just, they are, they repeat over and over. People who are roasted are like pretty campy. I'm trying to think of other people, like Jenny McCarthy, like people like that are roasted. I mean, there's also like- Donald Trump was roasted. Donald Trump. Oh, I don't remember that. Um, very. If you want to see a very cringy thing, I'm, it's mm-hmm. very off topic. I'm, I'm admitting that. I see the comments on Apple Podcasts uh, mm-hmm. that this goes off topic, but it's on topic. If you want to see a very cringeworthy performance in a roast, uh, Mike, the situation. Oh God! From Jersey Shore, he was on roasted. That roast, no, he was a, a roaster. He was a roaster. Got it. On the Donald Trump episode and it is i think it was yeah it was really bad granted he's not a comedian Mm -hmm. or an actor and i don't know if somebody wrote his bid or he you know because they have writers and 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 such it was just very embarrassing yeah so that's a pretty notorious you know a notorious cringy thing for roasts 
But they're meant to be cutting and everyone kind of roasts totally. each other. And it is like a who's who. It's supposed to be campy. Like it's, I just looked up right now, like William Shatner, Pamela Anderson, you know, like. Rob Lowe recently was. Yeah. I think it's people, that, it's people that are pretty popular, but also people that have had interesting pasts. Yes. They're kind of rife for that. But mm-hmm. Chevy Chase didn't have many friends Mm-mm. or people he worked with at the roast. They wouldn't do it. That's how bad it was for Chevy Chase in 2002 and Mm -hmm. his notorious history for being difficult to work with. Yeah. Not a nice person. A real asshole. Yeah. Or that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean- I would never say that in a roast because that's too mean, but you might. I might. I'm going to say, you're you're a dickhead. You're you're a real jerk. Yeah. I was like, this guy can't remember his lines. What? It Sometimes it takes him a few minutes. I'm sorry. He's a, he's a huge professional. Uh, huge no, professional is a such a professional. professional term. Yeah. That that says a lot, though. I think when your friends won't. And and again, the roasts are characterized as being like pretty mean. So like if they're your friend. And and I would say also like like there is. Like they, Comedy Central brings in people who are just like interesting names that don't write their own Jeff, jokes. Jeff was yeah. a roastmaster. Totally. He's kind of a, like a kind of a staple of that. Mm-hmm. How I got here, I mean, obviously I've heard, <laughs> I'm not a, a huge Chevy Chase fan based mm-hmm. on vibe he puts out mm-hmm. and what I've heard about him, but I'll tell you how I got here and it goes back a little bit. I watched the documentary Belushi. Oh, how was that? It's really good. Yeah. And I kind of had to ask myself the question, is John Belushi funny? Which Ooh. I know is super taboo if you're a comedian listening to this. Uh-huh. And that is a very popular question. I'm not the only one to ask it. It's actually, is John Belushi funny? And I've had some conversations about it. And is he talented? Absolutely. Is he a pioneer? Yes, because he's like a really good physical comedian. Mm-hmm. And he really had ambitions and was interesting. And those early days, the earliest days of Saturday Night Live when he knows – it's easy in hindsight to say what's funny and what's not. And I think I, what some of the issue is is that a lot of the comedy is a bit dated. It's kind of like Steve Martin's stand-up. A little, yeah, too. a little bit. Listen, like- I, I think Steve Martin is a seems like a wonderful guy. I know he's an icon. But a lot of his – a lot of that comedy is just of the time. Mm-hmm. That doesn't take away their talent. And I'm not saying it's not talented. But also a lot of what John Belushi did was it necessarily – Funny, like, and I think of somebody more modern than him would be like Chris Farley. Mm-hmm. I, I know right now people are like disagreeing because we're talking about, like, we're talking about religion. Mm-hmm. And, but the thing is, and maybe because Chris Farley is a little more modern and I met Chris Farley, mm-hmm. he just has a different kind of tragedy, I think. You're not going to tell us where you met Chris Farley? I met him in New York, near the college, in the college town of New Paltz. Mm-hmm. And it was him, it was Adam Sandler and David Spade. And they were there on, there's a like, kind of like a retreat type place. They were there for Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. What year this is, I'm really dating myself. And they tried to get into this bar that my friends and I were at. They wouldn't let him in because they didn't have any ID. Oh. And I'm not going to tell. I'm, I'm saving the Chris Farley story for okay. some people. But Chris Farley would be a modern version of John Belushi. Yeah. Very physical. I, and I think Chris Farley was a good actor for that. I thought he was mm-hmm. a good actor. And I also think even given more time, I think John Belushi would be a really good actor. Yeah. John Belushi also in the book that I read, The Castle and Sunset about Chateau Marmont, famously he died there. He seemed like the nicest dude, like just like really like, again, very complicated human being, but like always treated people with kindness. 
and respect. And I think all of these things kind of play into the larger than life reputation of someone. Again, we're talking Chevy Chase plays into that too. I think from what I'm gathering from the documentary, John Belushi was not, if, if you were a woman writing on Saturday Night Live, Uh-oh. was probably very difficult for the woman. Damn. The book talks about him so glowingly. And I'm sure there are very like kind of nice kind of fun things, but it seems like somebody who is probably also difficult to work with is mm-hmm. basically because it is kind of like in some ways, as much as I'm like not a huge fan, mm-hmm. like even looking back at Animal House, I was like, I don't know if this is, it's important, but I, I don't know how funny it is. I had issues with drugs and, yeah. and was just a complicated, interesting dude. But I think he would have been a really, I mean, that movie Neighbors that didn't, that was his last movie and it didn't, mm-hmm. I don't think it did well critically, I think, because he and Dan Aykroyd kind of like switch with characters. I think they would normally play to type. But I think he'd be a really good actor, and I'm not taking anything away from that. But that leads me to, because of the documentary, him and Chevy Chase were notable rivals. Mm-hmm. Where Chevy Chase was kind of the star of SNL, and John Belushi was kind of taking a back seat. But I just remembering what I remember, Chevy Chase is very charismatic. Mm-hmm. Is very, I think, in a broader sense, funny to everyone. Whereas, yes, he was physical, mm-hmm. but he's also kind of like a like a a tallish looking guy, like not conventionally good looking, but sort of. I mean, you could yeah, see that charm, good, yeah, like, pretty good looking. That kind of he had all that, and you could see it, you know, definitely in his movies that he was meant to be a, a star. And I think he's very talented, and he's he's a really good actor playing that frustrated person in the vacation movies Mm -hmm. and other things spies like us and and such so it kind of reminds me a little bit of what i liked about john ritter and and Mm. jack tripper character just some similarities with that kind of like charming but also falling at the same time yeah and you kind of making a fool out of himself but you still wanted you still wanted to be kind of around him but his reputation for being just very difficult to work with and be around and, and and ego and there's just tons and tons of stories but i guess he found out how much he was really unlike because i'm sure maybe everyone lives in a bubble i'm totally. sure not everyone is hanging out all the time so you don't know what you don't know no and i think this comedy central roast he found out in a very public way that he was not very well liked and he did not take it well uh-oh. So I was watching some of it, and you watch it, and, and it's not so much that what they're saying is so mean or it's like, whoa, that's too far. It just seems like you, you had a party and, and you couldn't get any of the people you'd want there. I think maybe maybe Beverly D'Angelo was there and, and Paul uh, Schaefer from SNL, but nobody yeah. else from SNL. Wow. Nobody else from that. I mean, there's no not a, a Bill Murray or yeah. a Dan Aykroyd yeah. or – or any, any of those people, definitely not like a Jane Curtin. No, know? well, the people you'd want. Like when yeah. you, you're like, oh, when you think of a roast of Chevy Chase, you'd be like, of course I want those people there. Like the old gang is back. Also with a roast, like things can turn so quickly if if the the mood is not right. And he had some staples there. He had Kathy Griffin. Okay, yeah, yeah. With Mark Maron, like an, an early Mark Maron. Mm. I say young by by young, I mean 38. Yes. <laughs> young Mark Maron. Mm-hmm. And I, it's one way I'm going to compare it to, and I, this is not me talking politics. I know we don't talk politics. You never hear me mention Donald Trump. Very seldom do I mention this on this podcast. Mm-hmm. We've been doing it for a long time. But I, I will say is 
Do when Donald Trump has special celebrity guests. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For for the most part, and you, if you disagree with this, you're lying to yourself. But I'm sure there's other people he would rather have at his things. Yeah. But those people won't show up for that. Yeah. But the price you pay is like, well, I get to be the president or I get to be this person yeah. I want to be. This iconic- but the price you pay yeah. is – no one that you want comes to the party. Yeah. Right. And that's all I'm saying. It's not meant to be political. I'm just saying something that's very obvious. And you, anyone who kind of knows, it's like that's for whatever reason. And that's what I think happened in this case. And to see Nate, no one showed up. Because I'm sure he was like, you're the star. You're the big man. Mm-hmm. And he probably does that wherever he goes. Mm-hmm. And he got, got there and he realized it's like, oh, none of these people. Like, I don't even know most of these people. Mm-hmm. And the jokes were like not – I think they came from people that he respected and worked with. I think it just came from people that are like I'm also like I I'm also like in this business, and that yeah. happens. There's tons of of roast where it's like I don't even know this dude. Yeah, um, it's like oh, he was on like a Comedy Central clip show once. Yeah, and that that does happen, but this uh-huh. was didn't have anybody from that, and Oof. and and then so when these roasts are coming, it's like nobody likes you, and this is coming from somebody who doesn't know you, and we yeah. still don't like you, and that's worse than having somebody tell you something. And I think he he took it uh, he took it really hard. According to IMDb, he was truly shocked and hurt by the comments directed at him in the roast. Chase knew he had burned some bridges over the years, especially among his former SNL co-stars, but was unaware about how much his peers had come to despise him as a result of his past behavior. As soon as the roast was over, Chase went straight to his hotel room and sobbed the entire night, Jesus, sinking into a depression while Paul Schaefer comforted him. Paul Schaefer. That's the only one from SNL Damn. That, that would come. Not that that's a bad thing, but... But also, like, what a shitty place to be, to just be, like, corralling and upset Chevy Chase on the way home to the hotel and in the hotel room. Like, uh, and you're supposed to be, you're supposed to feel like, wow, like, what is my my career? Like, oh, it's, it's great to see. It's like mm-hmm. a Lifetime Achievement Award, but from other people that you respect and yeah. you just find out. It's like, oh, hey, yeah, this night's going to be for you. Uh-huh. Uh, we got some people you barely know. Totally. And- I mean, it goes to how out of touch he was. Like, really. And this is 2002. Had- it's not like it was. Damn, man. this is like, when, when did Community, when, was he on in 2002? 2009, no. I think. Okay. Or seven or okay. nine. So this is- but like, to just not even realize that that's going to happen to you. Like, to not even have any, like, if he would have known that, of course, he would have said no. But the fact that he was living in a world where he's like, oh, we'll get some people. Like, I don't have a ton of friends, but, like, it'll still be fun. And then to be blindsided by, like, D-list Comedy Central celebrities and then to freak the fuck out on the way home. Like, that is, you are in a bubble, my friend. And which I I imagine that he's not the only celebrity to be in a bubble. No, Mariah Carey would never say yes to this, though. (laughs) Exactly. No. It was. I think there's people that have the, the self awareness, and I think he didn't realize. But I don't think that. Unless I can't speak for him, I don't think that changed him because apparently his behavior on Community, which I've never actually watched, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's all him or, or or what the case may be, and I'm not speaking for that, but it wasn't great. Mm-hmm. And Will Ferrell said the worst SNL host he experienced in his time at SNL was Chevy Chase. Mm-hmm. It's pretty tough, and I'm sure he was. A fan of Chevy Chase, or sure. and, and to to see how difficult. I mean, it's it's, it's got to be tough to be public like that. Because I'm sure mm-hmm. everyone runs into people. It's like, all right, you had an off day, or yeah, today you were a jerk to me. The next day, you're totally. not so bad. Imagine uh, how many cumulative testimonies you need to get a reputation as being difficult to begin with. A lot, and then to take it to the next level, where 
like Will Ferrell is publicly saying, who again, I've heard really great things about him and like how nice he is. Not, you know, Belushi style nice, but nice to everybody. Belushi is like... I just, the book, I'm telling you, Castle and Sunset says really nice probably because he died here. I don't know. Is probably a lot of that is true, but I... from what I'm gathering, I'm, listen, I'm sure people that have issues with drug dependency and celebrity are probably difficult to deal with. Mm-hmm. They could be the worst or best person, and that's going to bring something out. In sure. And, and and that's unfortunately the, the side effects of that, or, or it could be. And I'm sure he was probably great and nice a lot of times, but also when it came to ego and mm-hmm. sure it was probably – it used to be hard for women – um, in the in the entertainment industry, huh. I know you didn't know that. I just like sailed in, show running four different shows: uh, Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max, HBO Plus, Not HBO Quibi. Time, no, HBO. No, I'm still on Quibi. <laughs> well, you're keeping it afloat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there was a lot uh, in Community, which I've never watched a lot uh-huh. of it because it just it's something. Well, Dan Harmon, talk about an asshole, honestly. Right. And like, I know Dan Harmon is. Uh, I don't know him. I've probably seen him right. Are you sure? He, yeah. Well, I've interacted with him. I want to like him. Yeah, community is not really my jam either, to be honest. And again, I'm sorry if people feel differently. I know people love the show. It's really smart. It's really funny. But like, it's hard because it's like Chevy Chase is a genius. Dana Harmon, genius. There are limits to being a genius and your success if you're a total asshole. Like, I've always said when like people like, like, want to like take me out for coffee or like pick my brain because I'm, again, I'm like, not successful, but enough where that happens every once in a while. And I'll be like, just like be nice to people and be okay to be in a room with for 14 hours. Like that's like the key. And with people like that who are so immensely talented and who can't, who are undercutting themselves and their immense talent because they're so difficult. It's, it's like heartbreaking. There were obviously between Dan Harmon, who seems to have have kind of a own up to some of his transgressions, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not like here to support him or, or not. I've literally zero say. I've never watched anything he's ever done. It's a half mm-hmm. an episode of Community of the first episode. Yeah. That's all I've ever watched. So I, I have no stake. I mean, I know somebody and somebody mm-hmm. that dated him. Totally. Maybe a roommate, ex-roommate of mine. Did. Uh, yeah. I, that was odd. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A, a long-term relationship with this person. Yeah. I, Pretty intense. Yes. So, and then also just not so veiled racism on the set of community, sexism, Mm -hmm. things like that, where this 2002 roast did Mm -hmm. not, I don't know what it did. If it just, he just like, some people, especially lately where they just, they're like, they just lean into the bad things. Yeah. Where they're just like, I could, I could kind of have a come to Jesus moment, I guess. Mm -hmm. But no, I, I think I'll just lean into the thing you don't like about me more and let that define my personality. I I don't know what the case is, but... Totally. And I also want you to think about it from the roastees' point of view, or the roasters' point of view, I guess. Like, these people, again, they're not as big of celebrities as Chevy Chase. They get put on the show. Yeah, like, Kathy Griffin, sure, she's a staple, but, like, again, someone like a young Mark Maron, it's like, yeah, he wants to make the best, most cutting jokes that he wants to from this person that he kind of idolizes, but also he doesn't know very well. So again, it's just like it just speaks to the lack of self awareness for someone putting themselves in that position. According to Gawker, it was the saddest evidence Oof. of how few friends Chevy has left. Oh God! And I'm, I'm going to put a button on it, and this is something 
very kind of sad, and this is going to be in support of Chevy Chase. My brother sent me a TikTok from the official, I guess, the official TikTok of Cameo. You know Mm -hmm. Cameo, you can buy a – you have a celebrity tell you something as a gift or whatever. Well, they used one of them for their TikTok to promote Cameo. Mm Mm-hmm. And I honestly had to rub my eyes and be like, is this really Cameo that's posting this or somebody? I thought it was a joke or I thought it was a mean joke, but it is one that Chevy Chase did for somebody kind of out of sorts. He's also, he's old. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like cut him a break in, in yeah, that sense. Yeah, what is he, like 85 now? Exactly. But it's just a very confused, probably because also it's like, hey, you're doing this thing, Cameo. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. for money or charity or whatever. And I'm sure he's probably like, what is, what is this too? But he is trying to remember something from the movie Vacation. Oh, God. It's honestly, it's oh really sad. God. And I, I thought it was in really poor taste. I don't know who let that slide because I was like, I thought it was somebody who got it and they just posted it on TikTok to mm-hmm. be dank, as they say, which as I would have say. gotten. But this was just a very kind of mean, and it's not Chevy Chase's fault, but I don't know why Cameo would use that to advertise Cameo. Yeah. Also, it's like, hey, what's up, TikTok? You love this guy born in 1920, right? I mean, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, who is... Just a bad move. Just a bad call. There's, a, bad oh, call. there's a lot of, like, Vince Neil on, from Motley Crue, which is not yeah, even yeah. that current. Is no, that, I mean, that's good. I mean, if you're going to get a t- uh, cameo, get Kato Kalin, because he will write you a song. I was I was on an episode of Speaking Community, Joel McHale. Yeah. I was on an episode of a clip of Talk Soup, when I was on Kato Kalin's yes, show. Yes, I totally remember that. Yeah, so. You have connections to all these people. Do you want my cameo? <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.